Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I would just like to say that I'm quite proud of myself. Mm -hmm. Because for the last couple of sessions, I don't know if you've noticed, I have not, the night before, sent either you directly or the group a message to go, nine o'clock tomorrow, or would anyone like a coffee when I arrive in the studio? Just to remind everyone... I've been very good. I've turned over a new leaf. Today, however, when you messaged, and we're normally we're recording on a day that we don't normally record on, and I was like, oh my God, is it not tomorrow? Producer Ben generally had, had a little heart attack because he thought I'd got it wrong. I was round the corner. I actually, um, as much as I slag off your passive aggressive text, I was a bit worried this morning. I was like, <laughs> William's not text. Are we, are we recording? <laughs> you see, I can't win. I do text and you all complain. Yes. I don't text and then you complain. Even when you're trying not to be passive aggressive, mm. you're even more passive aggressive. What? By saying, oh, is it not today? That's like toxic boss <laughs> vibes, that. <laughs> toxic. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, can you get annoyed if your boyfriend is a wanker? I'm sorry. Sorry. Did Cat write the script this week? <laughs> and, of, and how do you tell someone they don't know how to write an email? And of course, Ooh. what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? I know who that's directed at. <laughs> but we're not usual agony ants. Who? No, I can't remember. But we're not usual agony ants, are we, William Hanson? The UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more dapper, you're more capper. Oh, that's I like from that. Sam Stone. Thank you, Sam. Now, in the 90s, capper yes. was, it was all right. It was like, I had capper uh, poppers. I'm sorry? Do you remember the popper tracksuit bottoms? Oh, right. Okay. Do you remember those that people used to, they used to pop at the side of the leg? They had like a pop button. Funnily enough, not on the mean streets of Clifton. No. No. We used to have them. And now, and he had a couple of Kappa t-shirts, and now mm. Kappa's like well expensive. Oh, is it? Mm. Has it had a bit of a, a yeah, rebrand? I think it's all retro. Is it basically the Gucci of today? No, I won't say that. It's a very... Prada? It's a very producer Ben t-shirt. Is it? He'd wear a Kappa hat. He'd wear a Kappa hat. Yes. Oh, is that like a granddad hat? It's a Kappa cap. A Kappa cap. A Kappa cap. Wasn't, weren't they a type of sweet that you would get from a... That's a push pop. Push pop? What? Okay, well, I don't the know. lolly that lasted a week. Oh, okay. Pushed it up. Pushed and popped it. Yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think, what else? Hubba Bubba. Hubba Bubba. All that shit and E-numbers we used to eat as kids. Well... I bet you did. Were no. your mum and dad dead on it with stuff like that? Yeah. Were they? See, it's only now that 
I think parents have, because my mum and dad used to like to eat all sorts of shite. No, I I was relatively quite healthy. I oh, yeah. think. Did you never back. have Did you ever have turkey Twizzlers? No, never. No. Hamwiches. Oh, they what? were the best. Everyone goes on hamwiches. About, everyone goes on about ham. So hamwiches you got them from Iceland. They were little triangles, right. and inside them was cheese and ham and breadcrumbs. Turkey dinosaurs. No. Never had turkey dinosaurs. No. God. What about um, mini Kievs, garlic bowls? No. They were the, my favourite. We had chicken Kiev. Yeah, we had. And chicken cordon bleu. No. That was probably as sort of processed as it got, mm. if I'm honest. I turned out right. You did? <laughs> <laughs> you choking? Yeah. We'll talk about Ibiza in a minute. Um, <laughs> shall, we, uh, shall we do the... Um, Shall we do the uh, the toast and the drink? Yes, let's do it. Would you like to pour the gin? Yes. Oh, you're back from a beefer. <laughs> um, who who shall we toast to? Well, look, I would like to toast to my well former favourite Radio One presenter. No longer anymore. He's gone to the he's gone to the big two. Oh yeah. Or is in transit. Um, but someone who genuinely, you know, all jokes aside, I know I'm I'm not a massive and never have been Radio 1 listener, sorry, generally, just through the music, not the content, just the music. Um, but as a teenager, I would listen to this person's podcast and I loved it only for about three years. And then, I know, I stopped. But I would like to toast to your former colleague, Scott Mills. To Scott Mills. I won't... Oh. I won't start because I, I, won't, cry? I won't stop. I just, I'll say that that man is, and this word's used too much, but is a radio legend mm. and in fact a bit of a genius. And he has done every feature on the radio and he's great. And has I, he done Give Me The D? He's not done Give Me no. The D. So he's done all features by Whatever we come up with ideas, right, Scott did that years ago and it's just part and parcel of it and mm. it's, it's going to be so weird for the first few weeks trying to get used to him not being on radio long he's been there what 24 years yeah that's a long time but yeah i i think he's he's the best of the best you don't get much better than him no and nobody else will ever do 24 years at radio one ever really no god they won't have me for 24 years <laughs> god, no. i once was a caller on his show oh were you yeah when i was 17 gosh it's a very embarrassing clip Mm. that used to get played all the time. And um, it's mad to think that I am now hosting that show. Mad, I just can't get my head around it. Oh, yes, of course, because when you were... He yes, you, of course, yes, he was on Drive. Okay. It's mad. So, yeah, to Scott Mills, a legend. We'll miss you. We will. I've been on his show on Have when you? it was on Drive twice. What, what as etiquette? Guy? Yes, as in my capacity. Yes, I wasn't, I wasn't... What were you talking about? Uh, meringues. No, I was talking about etiquette. What do you think I was talking what sort about? Of etiquette? I can't remember. Oh. Just, it was just another job. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexedmyboss.com and you can write to William Hansen, who does promise a Hamlet and reply in his mm. own letter paper. They just on the website, sexedmyboss.com. I had a big old sesh the other night with letters. I've got to ask you about mm. that. You sent me a letter to say thank you for having me round yours the other night. No, you don't need to send me one back. No, 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 good. I'm not I'm working okay. on them anyway. But... The one you sent me has your personal address on. Is that the one you send out to our GD? No. Right. I was just thinking that because it's got your address at the top. Yep. Yeah. No, they get a little card. Oh, okay. With my I name would and, and my email. To, I would love for you to send out your personal one. How much? What? If you pay off the rest of my mortgage, I'll do it. Would you? Yeah. I'm paying off the rest of my mortgage. I haven't even got my own <laughs> mortgage yet. Yeah. Any reply from Tom Daly yet? Uh, not that I know of. Oh. Do you want to give you... some reference to this but well, i yeah. have found out the table that he had yeah so jordan was watching uh, tom daly's documentary on uh, gay rights around the world i think or something like that and uh, rather than sort of listening to anything that tom daly was saying about uh, gay rights around the world uh, jordan was more inspired by tom daly's interior design in particular the table you messaged tom daly to ask where's that table from and tom is ghosting you He's not ghosting me, he's just got millions of followers and probably... He probably doesn't run his own account. Probably not seen it. Have you messaged his knitting account? No. Because he probably runs that Oh, one. okay. How many Top tip. Yeah, but I found out where the table is. Somebody's... Oh, yeah. really? Where? Uh, I forgot what the name is now. I screenshotted it. But yeah, I think it's really expensive, so I'm going to give it a miss. 
It was rectangular, isn't it? What, the table? Yeah. Or is yeah. it... Yeah. Uh, do, oh, it's from uh, Brandler. Oh. Have you heard of them? No. I'm sure they're uh, very luxury. If you are listening, Brandler. <laughs> when you hear June Diva's an advert for Brandler in a couple yeah. of weeks' time, you'll know Jordan's got a new dining room table. We'd love a good solid table. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't knock on wood. That's another, that's another advert oh, yeah. for another furniture they company. Did they? Oak furniture. Right? Yes. Thank you got a knock on oh, wood. <laughs> they sponsor Curry for a bit as well. Possibly. I wouldn't know that. Um, okay. Moving away from gay rights and Tom Daly, let's change track completely. How was Ibiza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. How was I, the hotel? The hotel. So I um, didn't realise this, but last minute I booked an LGBTQ plus hotel, adults only one. Right. And uh, it wasn't, yeah, it was quite a mix actually. Was it? Uh, yeah. You've got the L's, the G's, the B's and the T's. And there was like just... There and, was... and what did you put on your door? Because you said there were... There was... Th- Unlike, you know, most hotels have a please make up my room. Yeah. Do not disturb. There was a please make up my room one. Yeah. Yeah. Please make me up. And there was a uh, do not disturb. And there was one that was like visitors welcome or something like that. Or uh, please disturb. I can't remember what it said. And I might have got one of them mixed up <laughs> in the middle of the night. Um, Are you the housemaid? I can be whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say I did have a fright for my life when the cleaner was knocking at three o'clock in the morning. I'm joking. That never happened. That never happened. I'm joking. But yeah, it was good. It was was really, really good. Nice. Would I enjoy it? Pardon? Would I enjoy it? I don't think you would, actually. No. Now, as far as first nights in a beef ago, this is the thing. I will never ever top this because I'm Friday. <laughs> Carry on. Get a <laughs> Get a Get a grip. So, um, we went... <laughs> oh, it's nice that you're actually listening this week. <laughs> I'm not doing pissing emails, producer Ben. Been editing other podcasts whilst we've been recording. So we went to Ushuaia, which is probably like... Just sorry? Ushuaia. It's Ushuaia. The, it's a big club. I thought it was a club, but it's not. It's like an outdoor... It's in a hotel. And that was amazing. Vic got us in there for free. And then Ariel, um, free, mm. who's from... Uh, that was free as well. Yeah, <laughs> from Radio 1. She got. She was DJing at High, she? which is a nightclub, and she got us in there. And then afterwards, we went and met her boyfriend, George, who I... You know when you meet someone? Yeah. And he clicks straight away. So I loved him. Nice it name, was George. Solid name. Do you know what time I got him? Got in... To the hotel? Right, no. Half past six in the morning. Half past six in the morning? Half six. I've not... And what time... Did, then what time did you then get up? Uh, about 11, 12, went back to sleep. So we got in at half six in the morning. So it was one of those where Ariel was like, get in my car, she said, and we'll drop you off at the hotel. Yours is right next to mine. But then she went, oh, we've just got a nip in here and there's another club. So we got out and it was bright daylight. Half six in the morning we got in. I would absolutely hate this. I got up gasping for a Coke Zero, right? So mm. got changed. Went downstairs yeah. to hotel bar. And I said, um, two Coke Zeros, please. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I was like, yes, please, yeah. He's like, okay, uh, 12 euro. I said, sorry, I know I only ordered two. He was like, yeah, sure, six euro each for a Coke Zero. So that pissed me off. <laughs> Right, and I was saying to everyone, everyone was like, I was a beef for so far, it was your first time, and I just kept going, yeah, it's good, but 12 euro for two Coke Zeros, to the point where a friend pulled me aside and was like, this is the first time you've been in a beef, mm-hmm. you've got into loads of top clubs for free, stop whinging about... I was about to say, you haven't yeah. paid for anything so far. Stop whinging about Coke Zeros, I was like, yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. So then on the Saturday, I just had a chilled one. Because no. there's two sides of it. You can go raving and misbehaving. Yeah, yeah, don't. I've told you, don't. Oh, <laughs> oh the wink. Oh, the wink. <laughs> don't ever do the wink again. The wink gets. No. The wink does well on Toctic. No, yeah, but it doesn't do well in the room. Uh, or you can have a chilled one. Oh, I also went in the cockpit of the plane. So Whilst it was in the air? Yeah, no, not in the air, no. So I was watching Stranger Things on my iPad and the air stewardess come over and said, though. And Vic was on the flight as well. Yeah. She said, I'm really sorry. I hope this isn't too unprofessional. But um, 
Captain Gordon's a big fan of Captain Gordon. Yeah, he's called. He's a big fan of the show. And he, Sounds like a superhero. He's a big fan of your show, and he wants to know if you can come in and when the plane lands and get a picture in the cockpit. And we were like, yeah, sure. How old's Captain Gordon? He's probably, they were both really young. Glad I didn't see him when I was in there. <laughs> would have been uh, probably early thirties. And then there was an. What's I he think, doing listening to radio? I think the co-pilot was called George as well. Oh, and he was in wasn't his, Ariel's boyfriend? No, no. 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 So, Gordon yeah. and George. So that was a beefer. I highly recommend it. The sunset is everybody goes on about the sunset, and it is beautiful. Some of where the island's positioned and placed, mm. it's the sunset is is amazing. It really is. Yeah, I would highly recommend going. I'm glad I did it. Good. I'll pop it on my list. You we, you can do it because there's like nice areas and mm. stuff. Do you know where I do want to go? Where you've been recently? Mm-hmm. Mykonos. Yeah. Yeah. Not for any particular reason. Just it looks uh, it looks very nice. No, you're, you're, I know what you're like. If I do Tenerife, you've got to do Eleven Reef. <laughs> <laughs> That's strong. Well done. Have you not heard that before? No. No. So if I get a new car, you're that guy. Everyone's got, it's usually two dads, right? Your dad will buy a new car and your dad's mate will buy a new car. That'll be us when we're older. Right, okay. Yeah. You've always got to top me. <laughs> And yeah, I'm going Tenerife, Williams. I've been Tenerife, Williams been to Elevenerife. Am I right or am I right? I'm not going to Tenerife. Uh, I can assure you of that. Oh, Mykonos, that was so 2022. I might still go in 2022. Basic. Now, I know you've just said that I am trying to match everything that you do, mm-hmm. but I now have my own uh, teeth guard to wear. Oh, dear. Of an evening, however. Are you getting an Invisalign as no, well? No, because my teeth are fine. I had braces as a child, so so they were done there. Didn't but... wear your retainer, though, did you? What do you mean? Your retainer afterwards. That's what stops them, because your teeth move constantly. So even when I, this course is finished, <laughs> um, I've still got to wear a retainer. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. Um, well, who, anyway, my teeth, I'm okay with my teeth at You've the moment. You've got good teeth. Thank you. Well, the, bo- the bottom's a bit crooked, but I think as an Englishman, you don't need perfect teeth. That's because your wisdom teeth push them forward. Yeah, well, it's because of my wisdom teeth that I had a trip to the dentist, and I walked in, and the, the dentist said to me, William, you need to stop grinding. And I, <laughs> and I said, why? He said, well, for a start, I'm trying to examine your mouth. <laughs> uh, no. Um, no, apparently I grind my teeth at night, and I'm wearing down the enamel. Oh, okay. Basically, a lot of people do that, though. Yeah, you have to put a mouth guard in. Yeah, he said, "Are you are you a particularly stressed individual?" <laughs> I said, "It has been known, yes." So uh, I've been given this thing to wear. It lasted all of half an hour last night. I couldn't be bothered. Uh, I wasn't. I was struck. We we had a late night last night as well, and I thought, no, I just need to. I just need to go to bed and sleep. I don't need to be sort of trying to fall to sleep with this bit of plastic in my mouth. I bet Mikey loves that. Probably reminds him of his rugby league days. <laughs> playing for Who did he play for? Was it Wakefield Warriors? What were they called? No, it's Wigan Warriors. Wakefield Rhino, Leeds Rhinos. Who did he play for? He didn't play for anyone, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> put your gum shield in and put that little rugby hat on. Ooh, get them big socks on. Ooh, you know it does it for me. Ooh, I bet he loves you with his gum shield in. I was speaking oh, with a bit of a lisp last night. I do, Jordan. It shuts him up. Was yeah. Mm. I had a list for a good two weeks from my place. Yes. I still do. There's a artist we play on um Radio One and I can't say a name. Pink Panther for the rest. Sound like that snake from Jungle Book. Um oh what's it called? Scar. No. Um Oh What we called that? Oh, anyway, so you've, Book Snake, you've been grinding. I've been grinding, so okay. I'm going to try not to. But maybe I'm grinding because obviously we've got the wedding coming up. Yes. Sorry? Car. Car is the name of the snake. Oh, car. Car. K-A, I think. Okay. K-A-A. K-A-A. You've earned your keep this week, Ben. <laughs> so we've got the wedding coming up, so obviously I'm, you know, focusing on that. And we are within the one month. We're less than a month away now from the wedding. So it's all beginning to... How's the reading going along, by the way? I've not looked at it since you've given it me, but my suit arrived um, a you, couple of days sorry, ago. Sorry, just, just going back to the reading. You haven't looked at it because, can you remember what you told me when I came for dinner? What? You've lost it. No, I found it. Oh, you found it. I found okay, it. Good. Just can't be asked reading it. Um, <laughs> well, if, can I just ask something? If you could just, like, give it a bit of a read before the day. No, it'll be part of the fun when I mess it up in front of everyone. You know, I can't believe you asked me to do that because you know I'm going to be so nervous on the day. Yeah, but then you get it over and done with. Then you can. It's you are, and you are the first person to read. Oh, great! 
being heckled by Sarah Hansen. <laughs> Get out of it, darling. I'm going to drink champagne. The good news is, where Mike and I will be sitting in the church, I will be able to see the entire congregation and the look on their faces as you read. Oh, great. <laughs> for God's sake. Yeah, my suit arrived for the wedding. One I've wanted for ages. It's finally back in stock. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just a bit tight. I oh. put a bit of weight on this. Oh, for God's sake. I have. It's a double-breasted one. Right. Mm. It's back in. <laughs> So I've got to, just but not bit, in fashion. Just a bit tight around the old belly. I'm not bothered, right? When mm. I turn when I turn forty, I'm not bothered. I'm gonna like Good fifteen years left. Yeah, I'm gonna be proud of my dad bod, my beer belly. But just in my thirties, I just want to try and maintain it. Right. And it's starting to pop out again a bit. Well, luckily, I'm in morning dress, and morning dress is the most flattering. <laughs> is it outfit anyone could possibly is want it to actually? wear? Yes, it's gorgeous. Can I wear morning dress? No. He got one of those little silk belt things around it. No, that's black tie. Cummerbund. I, I beg your pardon. Cummerbund. No, he was in um, <laughs> Sherlock, wasn't he? <laughs> Very good. No, Cummerbund. No, that's black tie. Uh, morning dress. You have high-waisted trousers, double-breasted waistcoat, curved-fronted tailcoat, tie collar. And why do you wear a Cummerbund? Cummerbund. Yeah, when do you wear for one black, of them? For black tie. But you don't have to these days. You don't have to. They're, they're kind of going out of fashion. But it was, it's really just sort of to break the shirt and the trousers. And they, they go back to the sashes that were worn um, way back when. And oh, it was okay. there to catch the crumbs. And they sometimes you would have pockets in. And the pleats go, for anyone that is wearing a cummerbund still, the pleats go facing up, not down. Okay. For those that want to know. So it's... Um... It's all, it's all going to plan. It's already. all going to plan. We're just doing the final arrangements now. Um, you're obviously doing a reading. Um, Benedict, could you just come over here, please? Benedict? Oh, he's not doing a reading, is oh, he? Good God, no. Don't want falling to sleep. Oh, God. Are you asking him to do a reading? No. Come on, Lord. Although if you, if you then don't turn up, Benedict is going to be doing a reading. Can't your trousers in wash again? No, they're cropped. That's fashionable. Wait, is he, is he on camera yet? Yeah, right? you, you do the Very washing. Do you do the washing? Okay. Um, ben, would you like to be an usher at our wedding? What? Would you like to be an usher at our wedding? Yes, I'd love to. Oh. There we go. <laughs> Hang on, why is he an usher and I'm not? Well, because you're, you've got a more prominent role. So is he... What, an what, usher's what, quite... What does that mean? It means, are you with the bride or with the groom? No, yeah, but we're not... No, none of it. It's actually a very straightforward role because... Are you the, with the groom or the groom? <laughs> you go to the left, you go to the right. That's what an usher does. Cat comes in, this lady's not for turning. Um... <laughs> Good joke. Um, yeah, there's no you people can sit wherever. So it's actually just handing out the program. There's other I stuff as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, like hi, hi, welcome yeah. to. You don't want him being the person that brings your guests in. What well, we have we have a couple of others that? as well, but we thought that uh, my brother and Anthony. Oh, yippee! Oh. James, hey, William's brother, take a brochure. Are you with the bride or the groom? At the groom or the groom? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Damn, I'm not homophobic. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yippee! So, oh, yeah, we thought. Sweet. Look at a little smile on his face. Well, I'll be honest, we weren't going to have ushers originally because we don't. No, 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 don't, no, no. That's really sweet. I'm only joking. You'll be a great usher. Because there isn't. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the church. Mikey suggested you could produce the wedding. <laughs> no, we weren't going to have ushers because. You're other... so dramatic, by the way. What? You live out your whole life on this podcast. <laughs> You got engaged on this podcast. One of us has got to. <laughs> <laughs> a private life's a happy life. Really? Uh, You're such a bitch. Which of us is getting married? Um, <laughs> you won't be beaten, will you? No, we weren't going to have ushers because you've got. You know, with with actually, there's a, I'm gonna. There's a lot to say about same-sex weddings, but other than sort of the first couple of rows, which are which will be reserved for immediate family, and you know you don't sit in them unless we're not doing it. You're on that side. You're on that side. It's just sort of fill up from the front, have a lovely time. Okay. So we thought, other than maybe somebody just to hand out the orders of service, which potentially might even have been some of the church wardens. Um, originally, we weren't going to have them, and then actually, logistically, we've we've realised that actually. Ushers at weddings do actually serve a purpose. Okay. So we don't need a whole fleet of ushers like you get somewhere mm -hmm. at some weddings, but just a couple, just to sort of point people in the direction, show them the disabled lose, that sort of thing um, would would be useful. You know the saying, I've always been the bridesmaid. Mm. Yeah, I'd say that. I've always been the usher. I've only been the best man once. Yeah. Well, we're not, you see, we're not having best men. Yeah, clearly not. 
<laughs> How are we getting from the church to the venue? Well, the ushers will guide you. Is it is it a walking distance? No, there are buses. All right, fair one. Are you giving little bottles of champagne on the bus? Not champagne, but there will be liquid. Refreshments? Yeah. Okay. Prosecco. Cheap. Water. Um, <laughs> um, Cheaper. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, do we have to come to the church bit? Well, you are reading Essex. Oh, yes, of <laughs> so I pr- and you, your, the orders of service have arrived today. Okay, your name is there. So I would like you to... Okay, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. I think it'll be absolutely... Well, I think more than fine. I'd, I know I, like, I was taking the mick out of him, but I would like to be on Ben's table, just saying. We're not on the same table, are we? I'm not saying who's on what table. Because we do have a And laugh. do you know what? We that... do, me and Ben do genuinely get on. I'd say more than you and Ben get on. He's a good laugh when he's had a drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cat as well. Mm. Just cat it's just you and cat on a table. Oh, you, cat, and my colleague Joe. Oh, Joe. Etiquette Joe. Oh. Thank you, letter Joe. I like what you say. I like both cat and Joe. <laughs> this soup is delicious. Thank you, cat. The the other thing with with same sex weddings, you know, tr- sort of conventionally, there's the something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue for the bride, which is also a feature of mine. Oh, is it? Do you listen to my show? Yes, I do. The but something I... songs we do every day at half five. Yeah, a listener comes on and picks something old, new, borrowed, and blue. What do they pick that's blue? So it could be a song that's got the word blue in it. The album could be blue. Has anyone picked Eiffel sixty five? Yes, a yeah. few times. Okay. Blue Smurfs. Not the Smurfs, no. Uh, right. Well, anyway, inspired by Jordan's very popular feature on Radio One, a wedding's doing it now. Well. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh yeah, go on. Well, of course we're not. You know, we're not. We're not in dresses. Obviously, we're in morning dress. Um, and actually, it sort of went through my head. I went. It's a. It's a tradition that I think you can apply to anyone getting married, whether you've got two. Yeah. Two ladies, two men, guy and a girl, whoever. So uh, we're doing that. So we're the, the something old I'm going to be wearing round my neck, underneath, probably, or maybe in amongst my person. Uh, my paternal grandmother uh, had a sovereign necklace. So oh. it's, there's, she is represented. The borrowed, I'm borrowing one of uh, my maternal grandmother's lace handkerchiefs to go in my pocket. It's one of hers. Given to my mother, but I'm borrowing it. Are you wearing a little, what's those? A garter? Yeah. No. You're not wearing a garter? No. Go on, what's your... Not during the day, You're anyway. You're new, what's your new? The new is, is the is the whole suit. Mm. Well, that's be... the new is normally the dress in a in a sort of oh, is it? woman. Oh, yeah. okay. And the blue is my waistcoat. All right, okay. What's Mikey doing? Uh, he TBC. Right. You'll see. He is doing that as well, but he's he's still working. So me old, my first ever trowel. <laughs> I've had this since we're 15, 16, man and boy. Yes, his his wedding band is made from the metal from his old trowel. Me new is I've just got a, a an Ivy's vest last week on site, so that's pretty new. I'll do that. Borrowed, I'll wear a pair of Williams socks, and blue, um, I'll wear my Wakefield Rhinos top <laughs> underneath that I used to play in. So yeah, old new borrowed and blue. Mm. Are they serving tatleys at the? Oh. No. Oh, you know you'll go mad if you don't get his tatleys. He will. Yeah, he, he's he's good on a night out. He likes his tatleys. Mm. He'll settle for Boddingtons, and at the very worst, he'll have a John Smiths. Right. Yeah. He's a Yorkshireman. He likes his bitter. Mm. Lovely. So this wedding's going to be good. It's going to be. It's going to be good. I'm. I'm. Get, I'm getting slightly nervous, but it's in. But what are you excited. For? Just that it all goes right. And as me that's doing a reading, it's going to be about all <laughs> me on that day. Excuse me. <laughs> Probably bloody will be. Don't be daft. The um, yeah. I you, what you said last week about you know. I'm a bit of a control freak. Mm. Something will go wrong. Yeah, something probably will go wrong. We've just made Ben an usher. Of course it'll go wrong. But um, I'm hoping that everything goes well. Okay, it will. Trust me, it'll be great. We're, li- we're all looking forward to it. Everyone is. We really are. Good. Well, yeah. excellent. I've got a new suit. I'm going to get a shirt with cufflinks on as well. Oh, my God, what? you just no, don't care. No. What? <laughs> No, I love how easily I can wind you up. Yes, that's fine. You wear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we go to William's Wacky Word of the Week? Let's do it. And the word of the week this week is hillock. 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 And I'll tell you the definition 
after these messages. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thanks for sticking with us, Jane Davis. Um, it's William's Wacky Word of the Week, and the word is hillock. Hillock. Any guesses? Is it similar to pillock? Oh, I've not heard that in ages. Pillock. No. Oh, yeah, pillock. Um, does it mean somebody who lives at the top of a hill? Oh. And they're a hillock. No, but you're in the right environment. Somebody who lives at the bottom of a hill. No. You'll see those two houses on the hill. Mine's the middle one. Thanks, Stuart. <laughs> Exit producer there. What is a see, hillock? Two houses on the hillock. A hillock is a very small hill or mound. So, like, if a hill, you think of a huge mound, mm. almost, almost a mountain. One down from a hill is a hillock. You've been busy this week. <laughs> It's not your best one. <laughs> Susie Dent shitting herself, <laughs> isn't she? Such a bitch. <laughs> Susie Dent having sleepless nights with <laughs> Hillock. Christ. Should we go to the listeners' questions and problems, please? <laughs> you can have a go at me. Yeah. I can have a go at you. This one is... Oh, it's from Anonymous. Dear William, PB and J. Oh, look, you're at the bottom. I'm a fairly new listener and... <laughs> I'm a fairly new listener and absolutely loving your podcast. Oh, thank you. It's swiftly become my favourite. A lot of your recent content has been focused on William's upcoming wedding. Oh! <laughs> Shock! <laughs> You'll love this week. And it's reminding me of my own desire to get engaged and some guidance I would very much appreciate. My boyfriend and I met eight years ago in Manchester the day I moved into the city. He went to univers the University of Manchester and I went to MMU. Uh, just in case you're wondering or want to make a comment about that. <laughs> no, you no judgement here. No, you wouldn't understand it anyway. We've been together... <laughs> We've been together ever since and now have two dogs and a house together. Oh, wow. I've been hinting for a few years that now I'm ready for a ring, but yet my left hand remains bare. In the absence of a proposal, I've decided to just start planning the wedding out of boredom and possibly a smidge of social media FOMO. This includes taking him to look at venues with me, which he politely attends but continues to avoid the topic. What? My questions to you are... Is it gauche of me to start planning things, or am I an independent woman who knows what she wants? Should I stop with the not-at-all subtle hints and wait patiently? Thank you so much. P.S. If you can help me get that bling, you can come to the wedding. If you want to, that is. Right. I'm not being funny, but after eight years, two dogs and an house, you'd, you'd think... He'd... I would imagine the next step probably is marriage. Yeah, I mean, everyone's different, but if I had two dogs and a house, I'd, I'd want to be married, wouldn't you? Yes, I, uh, yeah. I think... What did they say? Four years and then marriage? For, well, I don't know if they say that because every relationship's different. Different, but yeah. Eight, no, I think you just need to say to him, do you want to marry me or not? 
well, there's the direct approach, but I, I would also... Just say to him, are we going to get married or not? Because this is pissing me off now. Eight years, two dogs in an house. It's time, time. Come on. That's what I'd say, personally. I would, though, be cautious, Anonymous, because if you continue to do the hints or even take the Jordan approach and be quite direct about it, you could actually put him off. Well, then piss him off. What? I, no, 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 not just pissing him off, push him off. No, I mean... It, As in, he walks away I from the whole thing. This, I think she should be married by now. Saying that, I love you and Catelyn together. Oh, God, he's gone white. He's gone pale. Eight years? Seven years. Seven. Oh, oh well, marriage next year, then. I would just be careful. Cat, will you marry me? The lady needs to wait and think about this. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 <laughs> we are a... We are engaged. We are a fiance. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, I, well, I would. I, I think it's fine for you to plan weddings, and I, I think particularly, you know, certain people. I, to be honest, I never thought I was going to get married, or indeed could get married. So I never really thought about it until fairly recently. But some people do. You know, you have quite a are set. You get married. Shut up. Yeah. Some some people think, oh, you know, I want this at the wedding, I want that at the wedding. They've they've all got it all planned out. I think it's fine to do that. I, I but I would I would maybe just monitor how. It's going to wedding shows and stuff. Yeah, I do love a good wedding. It's getting to the point where it's going too much, too many. Yes, and then and then a pandemic. And then a pandemic, and I do love a good wedding. Wedding season's coming up now. Coming up? What's it been? No, no, no. Oh, really? But, yeah, like wedding. Where are we with people that now, and I totally get it, people now that are getting married on like Tuesdays and Thursdays and stuff. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. It's whatever day you want Mate to get married. Mate of mine was whinging. Oh, it's tight. Well, no, weddings there and bloody venues are booked up massively at the moment. Mm. Yes, well, exactly. And actually, if you do want to get married, because... I know Is yours on a Friday or Saturday? Friday. Is it? Yeah. Oh. That means I can go and watch Birmingham on a Saturday. That is class. <laughs> that is absolutely do, And do you know why? That's why I picked that date, darling. Did you? Yeah. Are we recording the podcast on that day? No, we're not. We've got it in my diary, as we usually Yeah, do, well, it's, I've taken it out of my diary for that day, funnily enough. Yeah. Oh, I might have the dentist in that morning. What time's the bit? Please don't have a filling. Don't do the Imagine reading with the filling. So, 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 Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Oh, shite. Okay, that's good. Why? Good. What? No. What are you moving? Nothing. Really? No, no, no. It's all good. You don't need to worry. I'll be there. Yes, you bloody well will. Possibly. And I'll be there. I've got a new suit. Good. And also, you'd like to celebrate the union of William and Mikey. Of course. Yes. Yeah. This is from Dominique. Dear William and Jordan. That's actually my brother's real name. Dominique. Did I not tell you? It's a girl's name. Yeah, I know, my dad got pissed in Berlin. And they spent <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you have. I've told us this. So technically, Dominic's real name's Dominique on his passport and his bank card. He says Dominique North. Oh. So my dad went to register him and mm. he was pissed. Did I not tell you this? Yeah, vaguely. He got I... into a fight with a doctor as well, a German doctor, and he got his car towed all in the same day. Wow. My mum nearly divorced him there and then on the spot. And the final straw was he went to sign for the red birth thing and they've spelled it Dominique. <laughs> anyway. Dear William and Jordan, firstly, thank you for being a constant light during the darkness the past few years has cast over us. My name is Dominique. The reason for introducing myself like this will be clear in my problem. Oh, I wonder where this is going. My name is often, more times than not, pronounced wrong and, while annoying, I understand and can often expect it. Around 90% of the time, I'm called Dominic when people read out my name. Great name. I do explain to people my name and how, when you pronounce words like unique or mystique, you don't say it as unique or mystic. My name is the same. However, what frustrates me is when I write my name in a letter or email and people reply constantly getting it wrong. I don't think it's much to ask to look at the email signature you're replying to and get it correct. Maybe I am wrong. One person in particular who I go to for professional work will call me the wrong name in person and over text. Always Domanic. Oh, okay. With an A. Uh, I have always written my name in full when communicating. Any advice on how to approach this subject would be really appreciated. Do I just ignore their mistakes and continue as I have done in the past, or is there a better way to introduce myself, or do I correct people? Kind regards, Dominique. Technically, my brother's Domonic. He spells it Dom- Demonic. Demonic. Yeah, Demonic. Your brother is Demonic. Dom-on-ic. Dom-on-ic. It, I, 
it, it must be frustrating, Dominique, because there's three names I cannot spell for toffee. Mm. Chloe. Yes. Naomi. And Michael. Michael. Did I tell you I, n- I nearly got a first in uni yes, for an exam? Yes, but you, you wrote about Michelle Jackson. I wrote about the... Um, the media's representation of the death of pop star Michelle Jackson. It was meant to be Michael Jackson. I just cannot spell Michael for love and money. Really? Yeah. Dominique, it's one of those things that, it, on an email, it is frustrating when you've put ch- cheers. I always end my emails with cheers, Jordan. Oh, how casual. <laughs> I need to know when they write back Jordan or Jordan or Jordan. Oh, especially because, you know, you're a national treasure. Um, no. Um, so I get that, but... I think it's just one of those things you've got to accept. Mm. It's your parents' fault for picking your name. There's certain names that people... No, no, hang on. We're not in therapy here. Not everything goes back to blame the parents. Well, there's certain names that are just really hard to spell, aren't there? You could... Now, Dominique, I, I could... I don't know if people are thinking that Dominique is interchangeable with Dominique or maybe thinking you're misgendering you. You could always put your pronouns in your signature or your honorific, your Ms, Ms, Mrs, etc. Uh, brackets in brackets. That would be a suggestion. Um, but I think if, let's say, someone constantly is doing it, I would get one of your colleagues to say, let's say you, Jordan, were calling me Wilhelmina, for example, and it's William. Or I might, Willie. Or Willie. I might say to Ben, could you just have a word with Jordan, please, and get him to stop uh, saying yeah, Wilhelmina. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. Or just, or just say, could you just say, you do know that it's actually Dominique, not Dominic. Yeah. Get someone else to do it. Remember, I've said, I haven't said this for a while. If you're correcting someone or pointing something out, you do it away from everyone else, um, unless it's someone's grammar in an email, um, and then you can do it to a lot of listeners on a podcast. But other than that, you do it away from other people to minimise the embarrassment. Well, you could just get over yourself. Oh, I'm so. Where did that come? From? Sorry, I'm Dominique. Sorry, I'm not sleeping very well at the moment. It's really muggy. I can't sleep. Like this is worse than the heat wave. This. He's had, just, he's had visitors welcome on his door. Do you not think this weather, this mugginess at the moment? I don't know because I have a luxury air conditioning unit. Oh, for God's sake, Dominique, that was. Um, a I've really, been sleeping brilliantly well. Really lovely letter. Sorry, that was hard. It would. It is annoying when people get your name wrong. It is. Sorry. Where did that come from? Your bitchiness is rubbing off at me. Sorry. This is from a person. Dear Jordan, William, PB, and Diego. I hope. Oh, you... I say, my name's on letters now. What can I say? I hope you are well. I'm a relatively new listener and firstly want to thank you for your podcast. I have really enjoyed catching up with it and have loved listening during my commute to work each day. I'm now up to date and look forward to each of your episodes. Oh, fair one. I was wondering what the etiquette was regarding length of voice notes. My friend has started sending longer voice notes in the region of 10 minutes, which I think That's is a, a bit podcast. long. a podcast. Even when sped up. Uh, particularly when there is more than one in a row. I feel obligated to listen when I open the message as I don't want to seem rude, but am I a Grinch for thinking 10 minutes is a bit long? What do I do, lads? Is it a dick move to say I'll listen later, even if I may not? The worst part is this email would have been so much easier to just voice note. Thanks so much in advance for the advice from a person. Right, I'm, I have very strict rules on this because voice notes annoy me. Although your voice notes and my older brother sends me voice notes... Get right on my wick. However, Katie Fistleton, my good friend, sends mm. me voice notes. I actually really like her voice notes. They make me laugh. Right. So um, I would say between 30 seconds, a minute max. One minute max. Because voice notes, like, when you're watching telly and stuff, you have to pause the bloody telly, listen oh, to it. Oh, dear. And then, so I would say 30 seconds to a minute. Anything more than that's a podcast. I would... So this is what I do now when I send a voice note to you people. You don't send them me anymore, do you? No, I just don't bother communicating. Good. Yeah, I just let Katie do it. Um, uh, what I would do is, if I'm sending a colleague... Or her a... voice notes are so funny. Okay, great, lovely. They're Why do you do a podcast with her? They're really funny. The, you should do, actually. Yeah. The, um, I will send a voice note, and then you know when you, how you reply to messages on WhatsApp? You know, mm. you just sort of swipe, and then you can sort of reply to a particular yeah. message. So I swipe to reply on my voice note, and like an email, I give the subject or the top line. So I'll put, regarding tomorrow's recording, not urgent. And actually, if it is ever urgent, a, a voice note is not the... If it's urgent, you phone them. That's what we do if it's oh, urgent. Oh, don't phone. I hate phones. I'm or we so text. Miserable. What is up with me today? But I would give the subject line and can indicate whether it's urgent or not. So at least when I see it come in and I have no idea what it's about, I know it's about tomorrow's recording, the client yesterday, whatever it happens to be. 
That's what I would do. Put it in context so people know what it's about. Okay. And they can decide when they listen to it. That's a really good point. But try not to do voice notes over a minute long. Well, yeah, try try to keep it short. The um, Although, thank God, WhatsApp has brought in that feature where you can make it a bit quicker. Oh, the speedy up yeah. thing. There is um, WeChat, which is the sort of Chinese version of WhatsApp, um, which a lot of the features that WhatsApp now have have come from WeChat. Um, but they have a, I'm sure it's going to come to WhatsApp, you can convert a voice note to text. Wow. You just click it and it... The Chinese think of everything. And actually, they? on, uh, on um, WeChat, voice notes are limited to a minute. It just stops recording. Does it? gives it? you a 10-second countdown. See, I told you we, a minute would be fine. And it puts them into words. Yeah. Uh, like, if it's anything to go by our Siri, though, it'd be... Or our subtitles on telly. Well, particularly, particularly with your voice. Mm. Be on the floor. Mm. Hope that helps. Yeah. And this one is from Stephen with a PH. Dear William and Jordan and PB, having been a user of several dating apps for several years, mainly Grinder, I have had my fair share of hookups, at, but find myself searching for something more mean, meaningful as I reach my mid-ish thirties. I have not always had the most confidence in talking to men, but after losing over seven and a half stones, oh, amazing. Fair play, Stephen. I feel ready to put myself out there more. Uh, as part of my fitness journey, I have recently taken up swimming, going six or seven times a week, and I have found myself frequenting the local leisure centre at the same time as a particularly attractive burly bear-like gentleman who always catches my eye. Our interactions started with eye contact as we swam past each other, moving to a smile here and there, and the occasional hello as we walk past each other. We have now had a couple of conversations, small talk mostly, but the latest contained what I believe to be a mutual flirty laughter as he made a joke about the water being particularly cold that day. Oh, it really is cold. <laughs> in hindsight, I was in the communal showers at the time, so I hope it wasn't a comment about the size of my manhood, though I'm sure William will be relieved to hear that I had still had my swimming shorts on at the time. I really would appreciate your advice on how to strike more of a conversation other than small talk when we meet next, and what is the etiquette of chatting someone up when half-naked in the swimming pool? I eagerly await any words of wisdom you may have. All the best, Stephen. P.S. I want to bestow on William and Mikey my warmest congratulations on their upcoming nuptials. I would also love to hear more, more of Jordan's hilarious impressions of Diego. And if we can have another round of, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? It really would brighten up my day. Well, Stephen, your wish is our command. I don't just do them on tap. I haven't done a Wendy impression in ages. Well, no, this is a Vicky impression. I'll do a Vicky one as well. Do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> So she knocked on the door. I said, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? I said, Wendy, can I borrow your potato peeler? <laughs> it's not the same <laughs> thing. That was rubbish, Jordan. That was the rubbish one. I think that's worn <laughs> off that. So he loves it really, Stephen. I think that worn off. Daddy, what time are you feeding me? Stephen, I'll say you get in the shower to get on your knees and give him a blowjob, babe. <laughs> Diego! It's what I do in the park, Jordan. It's what I do in the park. I go right up and I'll sniff his ass. I do, and then I give him a little end job from behind, I do. I do. When my daddy's not looking, that's what I do. I just get it done with. I'd say, get in them showers and give him a little end job from behind. Play the old trumpet, you know what I mean, for Stephen? <laughs> Honestly, babe. All right. Do <laughs> Diego, don't be so rude. Oh, I'm a right flirt. I'm a little slut, mate. Honestly, you should be the state of me. <laughs> it's my mummy now. Oh, God. Anyway... Right. <laughs> um, right. I would say two things here, Stephen. Mm. Keep chatting. Yeah. At first, it's going to be awkward, more and more awkward, and just fight through it, push through it, keep chatting. Second thing, get his Instagram. <laughs> Honestly. How? But how? Get some. Get you his can't Insta. sort of be doing breaststroke next to him and go. Oh, by the way, what's your handle? Uh, no, you bring that up in the conversation. But like, oh, you, I'd say you want Insta, and you'll get to know straight away, right? And this is. Well, think, what does he want to know? Right, so you'll know if he's got a partner and stuff like that. You can see the pictures. And then on Instagram, you go on that night. You're well, not necessarily. You chat, on, you chat on the DMs. Yeah. You get to know so much from DMs. Like, people are like, oh, do it. Get his Insta and chat on. No, I think get it's a terrible number. idea. I'd say get his What? Because people, their Instagram mi- people might have partners and they might not appear on their Instagram. Well, then you chat and then, the, and then they'd say, they'd pop it in. Oh, yeah, my boyfriend or my girlfriend likes that. Mm. Just, I think just be direct and go, would you like a coffee? 
There's also that. I agree. <laughs> there's also that. So you could say, would you like a coffee? And he might go, yeah, go on then. You go in there and get an Americano. Or it's like, would you like a coffee, coffee? Mm. I'd say, ask, just bite the bullet and say, do you want to get a coffee sometime? Or what's your Insta? And just get chatting on Instagram. Or do a bit of stalking and find him. And get arrested. No, you could say to the, you could say to the guy at reception, oh, um, that guy has left his goggles. Do you have his details? No, because if that's a good receptionist to say, yes, we'll pass them on to him and not give out personal information. I don't information. Really know, but just get their Instagram or we'll ask them for a coffee. I statement. think just be bold and just just, yeah. just go for it. You've got nothing to lose. Worst case, worse, he says, no, I'm all right, thanks. Or, yes, I'd love one, but just so you know, I'm already in a relationship. Then, what if you, you know, it'll be embarrassing for about half an hour and then it should be fine. Throw them into the steam room, see where that goes. All right, Diego. But go for it. You've you've clearly accomplished a lot. You've got guts. You've lost seven over seven and a half stone. That's amazing. Just go way. for it. New year, you, new you. It's not new year at all, but hmm. way uh, off new year. Yeah, I know. But what is? How do you cope with those Apple watches? Because the last thing you do is tell the time on them. I just think it's a bloody novelty. It's just a phone on your wrist. Well, it does more than that. That was just the alarm going off. That's why I was well, looking at it. Is that for? Can you can you get your door alarm on them? Yeah. Can you? I can I can alarm my house from here. Oh, well in. Now. And at night, after ten o'clock, it goes. There is a person in your back passage. Well, that'd shit you up. Mm. My watch doesn't even tell the time. No. Oh, is that is that the watch? Yeah, I got it back. Can I see? Oh, bring bring. It's lovely. It's a um, diver's watch, but you can't wear it in bath. You tell me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's me, and it? Oh, it is you. Well, uh, remember. Can I just say, what a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. You can send your nervous narratives to help at sexofmyboss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss. Or, as we said before, you can write to William. He promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address is on the website. But I'm going off on honeymoon soon, so there will be a delay in all the correspondence. FYI. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, it's me, Jamie Lang, and I've got a new podcast, uh, and this time there are no gimmicks. It's just great company. Because the thing is, I realise the reason I love podcasts so much is because they're a great way to connect with people. Hello, I'm Youngblood. Joe Brand. I'm Paloma Faith. Jay Blades. Elizabeth Day. Zara Larson. Casper Lee. And I'm Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Great Company. Apparently. It's Great Company with me, Jamie Lang. Out now. Hello, G and Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.